Welcome to The Value Legacy, the podcast for the family business generation in association with Arch Corporation, DIFC. My name's Tim Elliott. This time, things are ever so slightly different. This is The Value Legacy, the family business summit. And we're going to look back at an event that we held at the Canadian Pavilion at Expo 2020 Dubai. It was on March the 1st. Uh, and Vinod Krishnan from Arch is here with me as always. Good to see you. Thank you, Tim. Good to be back. Time has flown, hasn't it? It really has. Uh, talking of flying, actually, we had guests flying in from all over the place uh, for the event. We had people, correct me if I'm wrong here, it was Canada, it was Spain, the UK, Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, Oman. I don't think I've missed uh, anybody there. Some people even braved the uh, traffic here in the Emirates, of course. But I'm going to let you put this into context. What was this gathering of the international clans of family business people actually all about? The Value Legacy Summit brought together multi-generational representatives of several family businesses in order to pursue shared objectives and help complement their strategy for growth. Uh, You know, we were indeed proud to have hosted these family business principles to the Canadian Pavilion at the Dubai Expo. We hope that this gathering will assist towards building on the strengths of these families through their long-term outlook and are able to collaborate with the other participants towards value creation. As we've discussed earlier in one of the earlier episodes, Globally, family businesses represent two-thirds of all companies, employ 60% of global workforce, and contribute to 70% of global GDP. The ability of these businesses to thrive is vital for the global economy. To offer you a scale of these businesses, 81% of the global engineering and construction industry is made up of 113 family-owned businesses, while 36 family businesses control 55% of the automotive industry and 32% of the retail sector is controlled by 21 family business owners. Let me me just stop you there for a second, Vinod, because it, it seems as though, and I'm listening to those statistics and percentages, and very often people hear percentages, but don't really hear percentages. But when you hear percentages but as starkly as you just did, as informatively as you just have, it makes you realize just how important family business is. I think for a lot of people, and now that we've been doing these podcasts together, we've talked about family businesses for a couple of years, really. A lot of people still look at family business. It's almost like family business is a sector on its own. You don't really know what's going on. You don't really understand what's happening. But actually, it's part of the very fabric of all business. And the majority of that fabric as well. Absolutely, you're right, Tim. Uh, You know, the oldest form of enterprise in the current history of mankind is family-owned businesses. Mm. They also employ the largest number of people ever since family businesses as a form of enterprise began uh, coming into force. Uh, So people don't realize that when I say they contribute to 70% of the global GDP, uh, it's as if it's an eye-opener. And it really is, simply because they fade away into oblivion as drivers of the global GDP. That's a really interesting point, because it is exactly that, whether it's a a mom-and-pop business or a, a, a business that began as a mom-and-pop or just a pop business that becomes a major corporation. You forget that the journey began 
with the very essence of that, the, the, the tiniest parts of society. Yeah, I mean, uh, we classify the entrepreneurship uh, or, or the entrepreneurship-led businesses as SMEs, small and medium sure. enterprises. Mm. Uh, but it's the various forms of evolution that these yeah. businesses go through. And, y- you know, in, in the first 10 years, so many new businesses fail. But these family businesses have been there for decades, centuries, or even longer. So, for example, there are over 100 businesses in Japan that have been in operation for more than 600 years. It just hit me like a like a very soft, polite slap there, the, the way you said it. But it was I just wanted to pick you up on that because it just kind of reinforces to me how important family business is. And I, and I guess, in lots of ways, that's why you wanted to host an event like this. Absolutely. Uh, uh, we find family business networks collaborating on some parts of what we call a spiritual capital. Mm. Uh, and predominantly, family offices and family business networks focus on the financial aspects of their investments or the governance aspect of their families. Yes. So these could mean ways by which they can protect the ownership of their businesses and further succession of ownership what we wanted to do in this this event was completely different so we we wanted to bring together a group of people who have not met in the past but who have known us as an entity individually and with whom we found collaborative initiatives as possible so while we brought them together in Dubai, at an event which was a spectacular Dubai Expo. We also wanted them to get to know each other, share their life experiences, business experiences, and see how that would resonate in possibilities to work together. Mm. And that's going to become clear in this kind of series of podcasts that we're, we're looking forward to, because it was very much like that. Yes. We wanted to structure these shared experiences through panels, and through the day, we had six panels. The panelists discussed the growing role of the UAE as a global gateway, mm-hmm. the importance of value creation by third-party asset managers for family businesses, the adoption of ESG by these businesses, and how technology as a disruptor could be integrated into family businesses by working alongside venture capital firms. Uh, A case study on the changing face of the retail sector was one of the panels where the panelists discussed the changes made by these businesses to adapt to e-commerce and the changing lifestyles of the digital natives. And at the end of the day, we had a final panel that discussed the way forward for the value legacy. Finally, we were also very pleased to host Jean-Philippe Linto the Consul General of Canada in Dubai, who joined us for the day and presented the inaugural address on family-owned businesses and their resilience post-COVID recovery. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so as, as Vinod said, we've, this is a long, long uh, time and coming project uh, because we talked about it even before uh, the postponement of, uh, of Expo due to the pandemic. Uh, when I was preparing to speak to you today, I thought I would talk to you about uh, uh, how we recover from COVID and the pandemic and we, we move forward. And so the, the current events uh, 
have shown us that the world is, is full of surprises and there's always uh, uh, challenges that, that uh, uh, we need to address. So welcome to the Canadian Pavilion uh, this morning. We're very proud of the Pavilion. Uh, I love Expo personally. Uh, it's, it's been an amazing, amazing experience to be here in Dubai for Expo uh, 2020 Dubai. I really encourage you to take the time to visit the Pavilion at the end of, uh, at the, end of the day. We'll, we'll give you a private tour. Uh, you'll get to enjoy uh, what that is and enjoy also the, the Canadian uh, hospitality that uh, we'll offer uh, throughout the day. I want to thank uh, Arch for uh, convening us today and, and thanks the, the many uh, distinguished guests who are here uh, with us. That's Jean-Philippe Linto. He is the Consul General of Canada in Dubai and he joined us for the inaugural address at the Valley Legacy Family Business Summit, of course. Now, Vinod, um, back to you. You've mentioned that were, there were six panels held uh, on the day and the reasons why you wanted to work are six particular topics for the event. And it was kind of a very different to lots of events that I've been to. I mean, I, I hosted some of the panels and it was a slightly different approach. Just briefly, if you, could you go through the panels in term, in terms of obviously topics and the approach that you, explain the approach that you decided you wanted to take. So as you mentioned earlier, um, we had families visiting from all over the world. It really and, was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and in order to give the visiting families a flavor of the UAE strategic story, we heard from His Excellency Fahad Al-Gargawi, who is the CEO of Dubai FDI, mm-hmm. and Abdullah Al-Shamsi, who is the head of investments and new initiatives at Mubadla Investments. Yes. Uh, on the second panel, we requested the panelists to explore the realms of private equity asset management alongside family businesses. Mark Duttel, President and CEO of Canam Group, who had gone through the process of delisting his publicly listed company with the help of a private equity firm, joined Faisal Belhul, a leading private equity specialist and a family business principal who was involved in exiting several businesses earlier with Dan Argeros, my business partner and a successful real estate manager from Canada who had earlier listed his firm and then partnered an institutional investor for his long-term real estate strategy Plus, Shuja Jashanmal heading a 100-year family firm in the Middle East, together discussed value creation as opposed to valuation place. Uh, the next panel was on the very topical ESG theme mm. and its relevance for family businesses. His Excellency Mohammed Al-Fahim, principal of one of the earliest family businesses in Abu Dhabi, spoke about the need for governance in family-owned businesses, while Saeed Al-Malik, heading a joint venture family business alongside a Japanese family, spoke about the sustainability theme as the president of ESA, which is the International Ship Supplies Association, uh, whose membership is made up by around 2,000 family-owned firms. We were also fortunate to have Yus Smulders from the Dubai Green Fund talk about the role it plays towards environmentally friendly solutions and their offer on capital outlays for energy-efficient conversions planned by family businesses within the remit of his fund. Uh, A case study on the retail sector saw three business owners, Seema Vaid from Apparel Group, Dolores Martinez from Galureza, and Zaid Ali from McLevin and Nielsen, in discussions with a large property owner, Sharam Samsi from Merex, and Michael Misagi, an asset manager who invests into retail real estate, both in the private and capital markets. 
The panelists described how they keep ahead by adapting to disruptions caused by e-commerce, to the brick and mortar shopping experiences, and also on the changing customer behaviors, particularly of the Gen Z and millennials who are fondly called the digital natives. <laughs> the, the next panel spoke about how these digital natives drive the next generations of family businesses and explored the possibilities of collaboration with VC firms to enhance the speed of adoption in technology by such businesses. Safia Kanu from the logistics division of YBA Kanu, one of the oldest family businesses in the Middle East with almost 130 years of existence, elaborated on their process of adaptation to technology and was keen on how Noor Swait from Global Ventures and Abdullal Shakshi from Phase Ventures, both venture capital firms, will be able to work alongside traditional family businesses. The final panel comprised of four family business principals, Mark Dutel from Canam, Tona Martinez from Finsa in Spain, Simon Tandy from Arif Investments, and Mark Falbo, who joined briefly on Zoom as he had to cancel his trip due to certain personal inconveniences, mm. and Abdul Al Shakti, a venture capitalist, alongside Samir Katerji from Trustbridge, who has advised several family businesses on equity, credit, and M&A transactions. This panel offered ideas for the value legacy to pursue its roadmap on collaborative initiatives from what was discussed at the summit. Each of those panels is going to be a podcast in its own right, so look out for those over the next week uh, or few. But if you had to, let me let me just put you on the spot for a second, Vinod. If you had to uh, offer a reason why this as an event lived and breathed, uh, there are lots and lots of family business events that, that happen here in this region, lots of family businesses, very wealthy businesses, of course, to a certain degree, they're a target, I suppose, for events you know, such as this. Um, what was the selling point, the unique selling point of this event to you? What were you trying to get across? So as a first gathering, the participating families were very happy with the venue, the quality of panels, mm. and the opportunity to make new intercontinental friends. Right. Um, they were also able to compare notes with other family business members. The best takeaway would be the summary of their shared experiences at the event. Mm. For us at The Value Legacy, we believe that this is only the start of a journey to further strengthen this platform to facilitate a clear path forward. We've been given suggestions during and post the event on what these families need and how we can help them meet those needs. We're very excited to have these partnerships to drive further collaborations. There was a real informality, although there was a certain amount of formality and that it's a structured event and there are certain things to discuss, there are certain topics that you need to get to and you're looking for an outcome. Um, people were chatting, people were spending time together, having a coffee, you know, wanting to meet people. That was kind of one of the nice things. Um, one of our guest speakers, and I'm going to go back to Jean-Philippe Linto from the, uh, the Consul General for Canada here in Dubai. I felt he kind of managed to sum up the event and also to sum up maybe how family businesses work, come to that, with, with one really simple line. Uh, family businesses are based on relationships, and uh, there's a big role for you to play as we, as we move forward. Thank you very much.
The Consul General of Canada here in the UAE, Jean-Philippe Linto, at the Value Legacy Business Summit, which was held at Expo 2020 Dubai on March the 1st this year, 2022. Uh, and that's pretty much the end of uh, our first kind of introductory podcast to the event, really. Vinod Krishnan is the Managing Director of Arch Corporation, DIFC. Good to see you, Vinod. Thanks. As always, thank you. Watch out, listen for future podcasts. We're going to cover each of the panel discussions from the event. We hope you enjoy those. And as ever, please feel free to like, to comment, to subscribe, wherever you get your podcast. Feedback is always welcome. And don't forget as well, I should say, to listen out for new episodes of The Value Legacy, the podcast for the family business generation. There is much more to come.